sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, world. Good morning, Santa Barbarians. Okay, let's look it up here really fast. I like to keep everything current for the 26th. Number one place listening to Teen Sports Radio on SoundCloud. Is anybody want to make a guess? Any continent, any country? Emily, what do you want to say? Erica? Okay, can't hear you. How about Spain? There you go. <laughs> Fine. I love it. She's so excited because she saw it herself because she must be looking at the Facebook page. That's okay. Good. How are you doing today, Emily? Fantastic, Erica. I'm so grateful to be here on Teen Sport Radio. And I have an amazing guest here today. Woo! All right. Well, we're going to get to that really soon. We're going to say hi to Dom. We've got Dr. D in the house. Dominique, unfortunately, is not available. Uh, we've got Stephanie Forrester here from Ohio in, a, I think, another snowstorm. I'm not sure. Okay, Dr. Dale Figtree is in the house. Uh, let's start with Dr. Dale. Dr. Dale, how was your Christmas yesterday? It was um, sweet, really nice. sweet. You had a sweet Christmas, but I know with your book and everything, it was the good sugar, right? Because there is no, is there good sugar? It was healthy, sweet. <laughs> All right. So talk about your book that I own. Thank you. I think I need you to sign it for me. Tell me about the book. Um, which one? The last one you just published. Well, the last one I just published is called The Gifting of Dreams. And it's really um, about the dream world and how it intertwines with our lives, the direction we go in, um, the opportunities we have, and the different things that unfold. And there's synchronicities that most people aren't that aware of, but if they pay close attention, I think they'd be amazed at the way things unfold, that there's more to them than meets the eye. And so this book sort of addresses um, this other world, how the dreams intertwine with our everyday lives and can be gifts, absolute gifts. Nice. Now, you know, and now for the foodies in the house, talk about your foodie book. Well, I have one book that's called um, Delicious, Nutritious, and Simple, and it's a cookbook. And, um, you know, my basic premise is that healthy food can be absolutely delicious, and it can also be simple. And there's just a ton of recipes. And um, for Christmas dinner, I made it a vegetarian turkey loaf, which is stellar. You know, I bring it to a friend's house and there's also a turkey. And I think, oh, you know, I'm going to be able to bring some home for tomorrow because everyone's going to eat the turkey. And at the end of the night, it's completely gone. <laughs> People nice. that, that. So, so that's one of the books and that's available on Amazon. Another book is a children's book for actually children, teens and the whole family. It's called Eat Smart, uh, Feel Great. And it's a storybook, which is really Nutrition 101. It explains nutrition with humor, um, but it really gets to the heart of basic common sense, how people can just grow up healthier and wiser. And in the end, there's a lot of recipes. And then the other book is uh, called Beyond Cancer Treatment. And that's my story of healing from cancer over about 50 years ago with nutrition being a major um, support for my healing and um for for my wellness so thank you for asking they're all of course well i want to i want to do a quick thank you to everybody that purchased my last book and they wanted to get the last gift before christmas 
uh, Fantastic Fun, Meet Miss Mary Lou. And my inspiration was Something's Good Organic Farms with Carolyn Givens all the years that she's been with the show. And um, every penny, all sales, 100% go to uh, Santa Barbara Wellness, which is a nonprofit, sbwellness.org, that supports the show. So I just pretty much gave it away, give it all to them. And I think Carolyn's going to be a huge supporter of the book since I blew her up all over the place. I put a scan thing in it. So I want people to buy those boxes of good organic foods. Oh, Stephanie Forrester, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm kind of wiggling around right now. I'm sorry, but I'm doing great. Um, pretty good. You know, yeah, did you have a nice Christmas yesterday. I did. I um, I stayed home with the dogs. It was snowing and a lot of wind, and so it was very peaceful with my two kids. With my two kids, with my two dogs. Nice. Um, yeah. So, and I really needed that peace because my son's seventeenth month um, overdose hit. So, um, yeah, we just a lot of journaling and 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 working on that. Well, you are our show's community activist, and I'm really excited to get you to meet somebody. And you're going to meet her. Thanks, because of Emily, you're just saying you're going to meet her at, right after these messages. But before that, everybody stretch, everybody get up, move your shoulders if you're driving. Okay, connect, connect, shake it out. We'll be back with more after these messages. the queen of teen please tune in every single tuesday at 9 a.m hi this is emily the songbird and i am very grateful for the guests that i have here today her name is kendall Peta, and she is the lead volunteer for the santa barbara chapter of mom's demand action and this is an advocacy group for common sense gun legislation I was super excited because um, one of the families that I teach piano to, one of my beloved families, um, the mom, Katie, had this big shirt that said Moms Demand Action on it. And I've always been such an advocate of peace. And I've been a teacher in the schools when there have been violent things erupting. And so, and I really feel strongly about keeping our kids safe. So I had a personal interest in it. And I also wanted to bring her on the show because. Um, it, it's great to educate us all about this very important matter. So, Kendall, thank you so much for being on the show. Amazing. I heard you're just an amazing leader for this for this advocacy group. Well, thanks, Emily. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. And thanks to Katie for connecting us. And um, yeah, I love everything Teen Sport Radio is doing, especially having those hard, difficult conversations um, on various topics. And I think I think gun violence is one of those topics. So I'm I'm happy to be here and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. It is. And I love Teen Sport Radio just for that, too. We dive deep and we're not afraid. And that's actually what creates change. Right. We have different perspectives and opinions, but our hearts are open and we dive deep and, and that creates 
Kendall, would you be willing to share um, both at a personal level in terms of what drew you in, to create this organization and what is it all about? What is what is Moms Demand Action all about? Yeah, so the national the national organization was founded by Shannon Watts ten years ago this month after the Sandy Hook tragedy, where you know 20, 20 children, young children, were shot and killed. Um, she started it at her kitchen table on just a Facebook page, getting a group of moms together and deciding to take on the gun lobby. Um, I got involved with the organization about five years ago. Um, I myself, I do consider myself a survivor of gun violence. My my great grandfather uh, died by suicide by gun, and it has created lasting trauma in my family. Um, I'm also I'm also from Littleton, Colorado, home of the Columbine shooting. Um, so, and I'm a mother, I'm a mother and um, I just, I felt that violence was very overwhelming on a national front, but I felt that I could maybe make some positive change on the local, on the local side. So a friend of, and I started the, the Santa Barbara chapter five years ago this month. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And um, one of the things that we were talking about is that you are bridging both sides of the aisle. It is not it is a non-political group. And that's how you said that you were able to um, gather a lot of um, a lot of support. Right. Because it's not it's more about the safe handling of the guns um, and the education. of it. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, we're non we're a nonpartisan organization. You know, we have we have people on both sides of the aisle, Republican, Democrat. Um, we have gun owners in our groups. Um, we have non-gun owners in our group, and we have over 10 million volunteers nationally. We have chapters in all 50 states, and we're just about advocating for common sense gun legislation from the local, state to federal level. Um, and we spend a lot of time educating our community gun safety. Um, you know, what are the things, how do we prevent tragedy from happening? Um, so we work a lot in prevention. Fantastic. So access, may I, may I jump in here? Hi, I'm the co-host, Erica. Hello. I'm not, actually, I just reduced myself. I'm the host. What am I saying? I'm the host. Uh, question, real fast. Access, would you find, would that be the number one uh, focus on the group is to limit the access or is it the education about guns, which, which are both? I think it's both. So, you know, we, you know, we're advocating for uh, common sense gun laws, but then a lot of the work we do locally is on education. So we're educating parents on how to talk to other parents about safe storage of firearms. Um, California is one of 19 states that has red flag laws. So that means that someone is a danger to themselves or others, you know, law enforcement can temporary, temporarily restrain their firearm. Um, so we, we do, we do a lot of both Erica from education to, you know, advocating for current legislation. Like um, we've helped push through Cal VIP, which is like a multi-million dollar um, state uh, budget to, for violence intervention programs that actually work. Um, so, you know, we're kind of doing it all. <laughs> Great. Stephanie Forrester is in the house. Stephanie, tell your story. 
Oh, I think what you're doing is amazing. Anybody that can bring education and knowledge to our community and globally and, and in the United States is fantastic. I think a lot of parents don't realize how they should be talking to their kids. And they don't realize that when they say goodbye to their children in the morning, they have no concept that the child never come back. So I think educating them and the parents being aware is really fantastic. And I think that that what you're doing is 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 what is really needed. So I th- I think that's great. I mean, I'm a mother of a son that um, was given fentanyl, and his 17 months will be tomorrow. So educating, learning, and I just think that we all need to stick together and do whatever we can. And um, what's your what's your little saying? You always say on the show, Steph, about the village making a little one a big one. How's that work? Um, how what a small village to create a big village? Oh, I kept. I liked it. Yeah, we have to build our small villages, and then we can all unite our special things that we need to gather and grow and grow and grow. And that's the only way we're going to kind of start this. That I mean, everybody can start it in small groups. And I'd like to see everybody's go big, especially when it comes to kids' education. Nice, Don. Yeah, communities and and uh, that function like small villages because the media entertainment is so pervasive with images of of gun violence and drug use and alcohol. My wife and I are always when there's a coming of age movie, we're like, oh, there they are, they're partying with alcohol. Got to have the alcohol, and so you know these kind of things. Unless unless we have communities where we can dialogue with kids and we can you know, educate them about why this isn't the way to go. I mean, teen athletes, you've probably been following the story of John Morant, who's made a few bad decisions and was, was you know, shown in videos dangling handguns and so forth. And he received like a 25-game suspension that he just came back of, got back from, and he was instrumental in winning his first game back with his team that's been suffering in his absence. So a lot of hope, a lot of high-profile people. <laughs> You know that that uh, are showing us examples of what we need to change. I have, I have a question, and because I can't wrap my brain around it, so what they're saying right now is the amount of gaming that's the violent gaming that really isn't adding to the problem. Is that true? Well, I would just say I'm I'm not saying it's not adding to the problem. I would say that you know all countries have violent video games. Um, you know, it's Japan has some of the most violent video games on the market, but they don't have the same gun violence epidemic. So in America, this is it's an American epidemic because we have easy access to firearms. No other nation of our scale has this problem. And it's because we have too easy access to firearms. But does but it's interesting, Erica, that you say that because I think those kind of things I remember being teacher and kids on these video games and disconnecting and pulling away. And I think the isolation is really a key ingredient, you know, yeah. whether it's the suicide or the, the violence against other kids, because a lot of that that happens, right? These school shootings by kids. So and and I'm also curious really about how to give voice and empowerment to these children. Because on the website I saw there was a quote by a 22-year-old that said this is the third time she has to hide in the classroom. When will America change? So can you speak to how these 
and these children and can feel empowered and proactive in the process, Kendall? Yeah, I mean, that's a great, such a great point, Emily, and so powerful. I mean, a lot of these kids, you know, have gone through elementary school to college and have have witnessed multiple school shootings. Um, you know, in 2018, they were saying that, you know, it was a deadlier year for school children than it was for our active military. You know, so I really believe that like our kids and our teachers are like the bravest people in America right now. There you go to school every day, not knowing, am I going to, am I going to survive? That is, and that's not okay. We, we can't normalize gun violence. What we need to normalize is the conversation around gun violence and our children um, are using their voices. We have a students demand action group, which is like an arm of moms demand action. Um, so students can start a group at the, from the, the middle school age to through college. Um, we have a group at, San Marcos High School. We have a group at, we did have a group at Kate's school. We've got one at UCSB. Um, so, and these, these students are living it every day, every day. And so their voices are more powerful than any other voices out there. And I really think once these kids come of age and can start voting, they're going to vote out the legislators that are choosing profits over people. And I think that's when things are really going to change is when these kids that have been through multiple school shootings are going to go, this is crazy. We don't have to live like this. And I'm not doing this anymore. That's fantastic. Dr. Dale. You know, I, 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 I listen to this and, you know, I'm very moved that this is happening. You know, at the same time, I mean, the laws have to be changed. Every country that has a low rate of um, gun violence has laws that will absolutely not allow these types of guns in the hands of ordinary citizens. I mean, it's just, you know, a bigger responsibility than, I mean, obviously what's happening here is given the parameters, we're doing the best we can to try to work within that framework. But the bottom line is just to educate people to just the wiser ways and ultimately change the laws. That's really my bottom line. Stephanie. Um, I just I, I, I love the fact that kids are getting involved. They play a really big role. It makes them feel powerful and more understanding of what's going on. I think our kids should are have so much fear with COVID, drugs, uh, school shootings. If they're active with it and form a group, they can be very powerful also. And those are the teen athletes. Those are the leaders. They're the board, the athletes in the school. And not that the art department aren't leaders, um, dance, band. They're all leaders. But those within the group that lead must lead. So that's the important thing. And they need to be encouraged by the school to do such things by offering clubs and programs. And that's what breaks my heart because these things are getting cut and cut and cut and cut. And every, kids basically have to be self-pay now. Anything you want to play sport, you got to pay. Anything you want, you got to pay. It was all free when we went to school. So our generations, you know, oh, you don't want the saxophone or you want drums. You don't want drums, you want the trumpet. Everything was free. Bring home a guitar. I don't understand. It's got to go cut with the, with the trillions of dollars. <laughs> trillions. I mean, that's enough to colonize the moon. We are not accessing, we're not using our resources wisely it's like how much food if if we just took 10 percent of what people throw away it could feed the country it's, we just right. just gotta wrap our brain and be present and think we're not thinking we need to wake up all right that's what we need to do don 
Yeah, when when you were talking there, I was thinking about Stephen Adams is the first breakthrough basketball player from New Zealand because you have to pay to play there in to get noticed and get a college scholarship to come over here and get a shot at the NBA. And and he he's been a trailblazer in showing that it was possible to do because now there's going to be more kids playing basketball in New Zealand than just rugby. <clears throat> nice. And it's true. It's nice for baseball players as well to go over to China or Japan. It is a it's a global right now. As far as sports are concerned, it is global, especially with the amount of money kids can make in college. So it's these kids are becoming multimillionaires in college and they haven't played a minute. Okay, they haven't played a minute, but they're getting gobbled up by all these endorsements. Steph, we got 10 seconds. Real quick, do you find that our unified school district is participating and helping in any of this? Well, all right, don't answer that right now because you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break and we're going to get right back with Kendall after these messages. Come on in, work it for me and let you body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight, we gon' dance around where all my steppers at. I know how to get down. Come on, step it to your right. right. Now step it to your left. Now right out in, left out in. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hi, this is Emily, the songbird, and we are back with my amazing guest today, Kendall Peta. She is the lead volunteer for the um, organization Moms Demand Action, which is a non-political group that advocates common sense gun legislation to keep our kids safe number one to keep our kids safe and this is a complex issue it's a deep issue it brings up lots of emotion but so grateful that we have an incredible group here of people with such open hearts and such bright minds and um and all those who are listening you are part of this this movement of change so kendall thank you so much for being here and and um, can can we tap in a little bit to the um, the idea we were talking about students giving voice to the students? And we we had mentioned about mental, you know, we have guests on here who have lost their children. We've talked about mental health and how that's really a root cause of all of this, whether it's gun violence, because a lot of these shootings happen with kids, right, who are have mental challenges, isolation, depression, whatever, suicide. So how does this tie in? And are there ways that the organization or the schools, you know, work with this mental health issue? Because I think it is, and we probably all agree that it's it's the key ingredient to everything. And Kendall, wrap around um, Stephanie's question as well as, you know, uh, the support that you're getting or not getting. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so Emily, yeah, obviously mental health is a huge part of this, you know, in in every mass shooting or school shooting, there were always warning signs. Always. Um, I will just preface this by saying, like, Moms Demand Action is not a mental health organization. We're a gun violence prevention organization. So our work does not involve like mental health services, but we are huge proponents for mental health services. Um, CalVip, the, the multi-million dollar 
uh, package we help push through at the state level includes mental health services at the local level. Um, but I will say that, you know, we are, the United States does not have the mar- market cornered on mental illness. A lot of other countries suffer the same rates of mental illness that we do. The difference in America is that we have easy access to firearms. So part of the prevention of tragedies is to keep guns out of the hands of the wrong people, whether that's a, that's a, a teen suffering from si- suicidal ideation or an adult suffering from, you know, mental illness. Uh, that's why it's really important to have red flag laws. Um, you know, for instance, in the Isla Vista tragedy, you know, that's where red flag laws were actually born is because that shooter's parents called multiple times law enforcement and said, I know my son is a danger to himself and others, and he owns a firearm. But law enforcement had no legal means at that time to withdraw the firearm. So that tragedy could have been prevented. And that's when Santa Barbara and our, our lawmakers said, we're going to create red flag laws where we can take a firearm away temporarily until this person is seen mentally fit. That, that was brilliant. Now, when did that pass? Well, the Isla Vista tragedy was that seven, five, seven years ago. I'd have to, I'd have to look it up. But um, so we, California was the first to adopt these red flag laws. And now 19 states, maybe, maybe 19 to 20 states have red flag laws. Nice. Beautiful. John. It is. It's it's way past time that we do something about being able to limit access. I remember one t- the one time I got to visit Japan, you know, the police don't carry guns. Mm. And and how far do we have to go to where we could have a society where, you know, it's not just featured everywhere? Yeah, I mean, it. I think that's what for me, Don, was really I was like, gosh, America, you know, the United States is huge. Right. And we're so divided. We are a huge country and we're divided. So I think that's what Moms Man Action has done a great job of is like meeting in the middle. Okay, like if you're going to be a a gun owner, that's fine. That's your Second Amendment right. However, with great power comes great responsibility. So you have to you have to make take care to keep our kids and teens safe. And um, to Stephanie's question about are we getting support in schools? In Santa Barbara, yes, we are fortunate in California and in Santa Barbara, especially to have, um, you know, uh, administrators that are very supportive of our our methods. Um, Santa Barbara Unified passed our first safe storage resolution uh, several years ago, which means that they send gun safe storage information home with all parents and guardians. When you register your child, you have to read the legal law about storing your firearms safely and sign. Wow. Thought. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I didn't and, know that. That's yeah. great. So we did wow. that a couple of years ago and Galita, Galita Union followed suit. And um, we're also working with the Santa Barbara Youth Council. So our, our local teens have uh, put forth, forth a safe storage ordinance, which holds legal weight, um, notify, you know, that says you have to legally store your firearm. And so we're hoping that will pass city council this spring. That's fantastic. I like that for everything. Yeah. I like that for medicine cabinets. <laughs> I'm saying, just saying. Kendall, ways that people can get, there are a lot of different ways to get involved, right? So what are ways if people are listening and they're going, kids are listening, teens are listening, you know, people, what are ways that people can get involved and say, yeah, I do want to make a difference. Maybe I don't have the time to go to the meetings, but what, what are, what are ways that 
people can get involved? Yeah, that's a great question, Emily. Um, if you want to get involved, I would say you can text the word join, J-O-I-N, to 64433. That's 64433. Just by texting join, we can connect you to a student's demand action group. We can connect you to a mom's demand action group. It, 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 wherever you are, like Ohio, like Stephanie, or in Santa Barbara. Um, and there's so many ways you can get involved. You can make calls to your lawmakers. You can send emails. You can, um, I know Erica was talking about a project called the Letter Project. We have, a, you can write letters to survivors. You can write letters to parents who have lost multiple children to gun violence. Um, so there's multiple ways to get involved, whether you're a craftivist or, or you, you only like to make phone calls. We have ways for you to take action. That's awesome. That's awesome. Dr. Dale. Yes. Um, I just think that um, to just try to live wisely. <laughs> and um, I have a lot of compassion and gratitude to these people that are involved in trying to wake people up to wiser ways of doing things. I mean, that's really the bottom line. Sweet, and, you know, let's, let's and, if and, if and if we're going to bring nutrition into this, <laughs> I have to say without a doubt that um, healthy food helps people's brains to be more balanced <laughs> and healthier. So healthier people tend to not get as caught up in, the, you know, depression, anxiety, the things that lead to the kind of violent things. So that's a great point. It yeah. is. It, it signifies if you're taking care of yourself, you're nurturing yourself. And we would talk a lot about self-love and self-care. And the families are aware of that, that feeding yourself well, you know, the chemical balance is really key. And also taking, you know, just taking good care of ourselves and each other, opening our hearts. and Again, I just want to thank everybody here today. I mean, I know it's a touchy subject, but, you know, that's what we're about. That's what we do on Teen Sports Radio. We do give you the local recaps every week. But I want to hit and get first off, I want to do it. My vision is always give teens tips and tools to make things better for them, because we didn't have a lot of this. Some of us didn't get this information. All right. But uh, we've got some information coming right up after this message, because we got a who got with Don Sanders. I hear a song that takes me back. Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. For Teen Sports Radio, I'm Don Sanders, donsmassageohi.com, here to bring you a huga. It's a Scandinavian term for a comfy, cozy feeling that is like receiving a hug without actually receiving a physical hug. And so I kind of wanted to theme this today, uh, be, have the theme be uh, expect the unexpected. And so I know uh, for you teen athletes, I know that uh, if you, you know, if you've got a great coach, then uh, they're always trying to run scenarios with you so that you're prepared for the things that you know work, but that you're also ready to 
jump and adjust in case things aren't going as planned. I was thinking back to a time when I worked in Santa Barbara and one day I went to a gas station and the power went out. Just think of that. If there's no electricity, within a very short time, we have no gas and we have no water. That's a that's a very heavy thing. So there's always going to be these kind of things thrown at us. And uh, I think we talk a lot here on Teen Sports Radio about creating a village of people that have, you know, uh, good values, good thoughts, things that can help us prepare for things that, you know, maybe you can't even prepare for. I know that seems like a contradiction in terms, but, you know, my mentor uh, has always been saying, you know, for what, for almost 40 years now, has always been trying to prepare people for never giving up in the face of adversity. And, uh, and I love this one quote of his. He says, even if today may seem to be a time of total darkness, it will not last forever. The dawn will surely come if you advance ever forward without being defeated. The day will definitely come when you can look back fondly and declare, I am savoring this happiness because I struggled back then. It is those who know the bitterness of winter that can savor the true joy of spring. So that kind of thing, you know, I mean, you know, if you guys, if you guys, uh, gals, as you win and lose, it's not just about the sports. It's not just about the obvious stuff. It's preparing your life for you're growing up in very rapidly changing times. And there's a lot of chaos, as you've heard about with this show today. And so it's very important that you find, you know, your community and you find people that can help you with cultivating those kind of inner resources. I hope that makes sense. And uh, anybody else here on the team who wants to chime in. We even have a co-host here that wasn't with us today, Anthony, who that's his mission and purpose in life is helping people get prepared for the unexpected. That's true. It is. Uh, and he sends his best family. His mom's not doing well. Our hearts and prayers go out to Anthony for sure. Kendall. Well, Don, I will say I was a college athlete. I was a high school soccer player and a college division one college soccer player. So I can tell you that you know, even though I'm not playing pro soccer now, it, you know, sports definitely uh, molded me into the person and the leader that I am today. So I really am grateful for my um, my athletic career. So I think, yeah, all the teams out there listening, like whether you play college sports or just high school sports, it it's going to help your entire life moving forward. I'm so glad you brought. I'm glad you brought that up. I played sports in college too, and it and it gave me a long, a lifelong commitment to being on the path of trying to take care of my health as best I can. Food I eat, exercise, because as I age, I don't want to take it for granted that somebody's going to take care of me. I don't want to be a burden to anyone. Nice. Oh, we don't want to go through my college walk on MVP. You want to see my trophy, Kendall? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Westmont. Okay. It was awesome. I was a catcher at Long Beach State, so uh, Love it. I, I got carried over. Um, the, the the goalie got hurt, and everyone said, oh, you try. And it was just natural. I said, catcher, what are you going to say? Um, hey, uh, we, we've got a little bit of time left. I want to thank Emily. Man, you killed it. You just grew the show. All right? We not only grew because we got bought out as a station, you grew because you're adding great Great content, and you're and we're adding great co new co-hosts. So, Kendall, thank you so much for uh, agreeing. I don't. I, I mean, I didn't ask you. I just said you are. Is that okay? <laughs> oh, I don't know what the commitment's going to be, so I'm going to have to talk to my my lawyer, also known as my child, and and see if uh, there you go. It's whatever you can do. That's what it. Do like Dr. Dale. It does like once a month. 
but uh, that would be, it would be really an honor or anytime. I mean, you're just welcome as much as you want. If you just want to come back and give us updates, that's, that's fine. Anything and anything that you can do would be great. Um, we are, we've got a great uh, section coming up next. Uh, Heather Bond, uh, founder of Trekking Ambassadors, which is umbrellaed under Santa Barbara Wellness. She goes around the world and giving light. So kids have sight in the dark in third world countries. And the company she's using is here in Santa Barbara to provide those uh, resources. So we got to get to her with the weekly recap right after these messages. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm right song. This is my fight song. Take back my life Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Well, hello there, teen sports listeners. This is Heather Bond, founder of Trekking Ambassadors, and a merry, merry Christmas to each and every one of you out there. It is the day after Christmas, officially Boxing Day, for those of you that are familiar with that. Uh, But hopefully everyone is still ringing in the Christmas cheer and has had a wonderful and safe time. Uh, We're really excited. We get three weeks off, three weeks off of school. That's that's quite a lengthy vacation there. But we have family out. My brother is in and his family are visiting from Idaho with his uh, two kids, my niece and nephew. So that's super exciting. And we'll be heading back to Idaho with them in about a week. So anyhow, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start up. I've got a little bit of a sports recap for you. And we are going to start with the Dos Pueblos wrestling team. We had the Dos Pueblos boys wrestling team ended up in 13th place out of 33 teams at the Bishop Amont Rumble. That's right, the Bishop Amat Rumble. They came in 13th place. We had Sean Vague and Silas Peniman who won individual titles for Dos Pueblos. Senior, excuse me, senior, senior Sean Vague, uh, he went 5 and 0 in his weight class, which is 132 pounds, and he came out with the uh, championship on that the title on that one so great job on that Sean uh, while his fellow senior Silas Peniman took home the 175 pound championship win with a 4-0 record as for other chargers uh, we had a um, we had a nice little thing uh, Patrick Sullivan uh, Sullivan He is a freshman. He and Seamus Fergus, who is a sophomore, they both went two and two in their respected divisions. Sullivan is a 126 pounder and Seamus Fergus is a 138 pound. So way to go Chargers on the wrestling. Great job guys. Uh, Also, let's go to the Dos Pueblos girls basketball. Woo! The DP basketball had a high-powered offense 
They struck once more in a 71-34 victory over their cross-town rivals of Santa Barbara High. The Chargers nailed 19 three-pointers as a team, accounting for 57 of their 71 points. That is awesome. After uh, two minutes of scoreless basketball, Santa Barbara High got on the board with a layup by Elena Padilla. Off an assist from Dezea Mendoza. Great job on that. But Justin Katz of Dos Pueblos, she had a pair of three-pointers to give the Chargers a 12-9 lead heading into the second quarter. The Chargers dominated the rest of the first half going into the locker room, leading 27-16. Senior Katz accounted for half of those points, and she ended the game leading scores with 20 points. Carly Ledentry, also of Dos Pueblos, scored 18 total points for the game. Great job, Chargers, on that win. Awesome job, gals. Um, Dos Pueblos, Carpi, and Bishop Diego, they collected some victories at the Jim Basher Boys Basketball Classic. So good job on that, you guys. Way to go. Um, let's see. Moving on to soccer. Jose Ramirez nets a pair of goals as San Marcos Boys Soccer rolls past Bueno, Bueno, <laughs> Buena for a 3-0 win. Robert Rosales kick-started the Royals by drawing a foul by the Bulldog goalkeeper in the box to set a penalty kick. Fabian Rosales stepped up and buried the shot to give his team an early lead of to one and zero. Uh, dominant first half leads Santa Barbara High Boys soccer to a four and zero win over Rio Mesa. The Dons, as of now, remain undefeated in the Channel League play. In the first handful of minutes in the game. Um, Eli Myers slipped a pass through the defense to Lewis Barron, who beat his man for the first goal of the game, adding and also adding another score later in the game. So great job on that. Uh, let's see. We also, well, gosh, we've got a, a handful of different things happening and throughout the whole, you know, winter vacation, we still have tournaments and practices going on, lots of activity, uh, but it is really kind of hard to believe that once we get back from Christmas vacation, we're going to have a couple weeks and first semester is already completed. And um, just shortly after that, not too long, <laughs> I, I feel like the time is just kind of just, just ticking by pretty quick before I know it. I feel like we're going to be going into the spring sports. But for right now, we'll just keep giving you some updates on all the happenings in the Santa Barbara um, high school sports. 
I am going to wish everyone a um, very, very uh, wonderful rest of their week. If you have friends and family in town, I hope you get to thoroughly enjoy your time with one another. And um, it is that time of the season that we just can't can't take things for granted you know we just need to embrace it all in and just love it and um, I hope everyone has a beautiful rest of their Christmas holiday okay Erica I'm gonna send it back to you thank you everyone have a great day thank you Heather Woo! we're just killing it listen we got a few days left at the end of the year and again I don't want to apologize for the topic because that's what you get when you listen to Team Sports Radio, Santa Barbara County, the world. Um, we have a great guest and now future co-host, Kendall. Please give us your contact information again because it's important. Sure. Yeah, if you guys want to get involved, um, you can go to our website at momsdemandaction.org. You can also text JOIN, J-O-I-N, to the number 64433. And we're on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at Mom's Man Action SB. Woo! Hey, remember, 11-11, set your alarm. Peace out. God bless. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a with no breaks. I'm invincible.